0: I'm Bush, and today we are joined by an alt-pop singer-songwriter who last year released an album that, oh my goodness, the sounds that are captured, the energies inside of this album with a pleasure. It gives me pleasure when I hear it. It makes me want to jump up. It makes me want to dance, and I bet it does the same to those who have heard it too, because it is just incredible front to back. And we are here to dive behind this album and oh, so much more with our guest today, Vicia. How's it going today, Vicia?
1: I'm great. How are you?
0: Ooh, I'm doing a fantastic. Having myself a lovely morning and even better now that I got to dive behind this incredible album here. I was ju- actually just jamming it out this morning before we jumped into it and like last week. and. A bunch, like like I was saying, there's so many incredible sounds, so many incredible songs inside of With Pleasure. But of course, before I dive into some of the songs, I really want to know, when exactly did the album begin to take shape? Because your first project release under the Vicia name was 2017, so there's a little bit of time in between these things. So when did With Pleasure begin to form?
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you so much. Um, I think, you know, this record is just a little bit different than my previous ones because there were a couple songs that I had started writing a few years prior, but most of the record for With Pleasure was written in the span of a few months, like right before I recorded it. Um, so, you know, like a lot of songwriters, I'm always collecting like little bits and pieces and voice memos and things like that. So it was kind of just a matter of like sifting through all of these little bits that I'd collected. And then, you know, sometimes coming up with brand new ideas too. But, um, yeah, it was the end of 2019, probably like November, December, and then into January of 2020 is when most of it was written. So yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. So You mentioned that it was a little bit different and sort of written all within a certain span. So beforehand, did songs sort of take a little bit more time to form? Or did you maybe take that like more songwriting time, whereas this time it was sort of just all came in a wave?
1: Um, It's almost the opposite, actually. Like this was the first time I was able to have really focused time to just work on creation. Um, Because with my previous records, it was kind of like you know, writing songs as I went along in between, you know, touring and other jobs and gigs and everything. And you kind of just, I would collect them as I went. And then eventually once I had enough songs, I'd go and record a record. And with this one, um, thanks to some really wonderful funding from Factor and um, Edmonton Arts Council, um, I was able to actually really dedicate more focused time just like in a shorter amount of time. So that was really, really a cool experience because I learned a lot about my own process as a songwriter that way, in a way that I hadn't before. So yeah, I'm super grateful for that experience. And I think it's definitely helping inform how I like move forward with new bodies of work. So yeah.
0: There's always new ways to grow moving forward, right? Even after songwriting for so many years, it's try something new. And oh my God, look at this look at what this is unlocked. Yeah,
1: (laughs) it did feel like an unlocking in a lot of ways. Um, Just uh, trying to be intentionally playful with the process, because when I first started writing the album, I was kind of heading in more of a similar direction to my last record placeholder, which, you know, is a bit more rootsy sounding a bit more Americana. That's kind of where I come from musically. Um, But with this record with pleasure, I kind of took a step back and kind of wanted to decide what I really wanted to do with it. And so it is a bit of a taster pack, I think, because I I got to explore a lot of different sounds and, and a lot of different, um, yeah, just emotions really. I mean, emotion is really what I'm all about. So um, yeah, it's going to be fun to see what the next thing turns out like, because at this point, Nobody knows, not even me. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see.
0: <laughs> we got there when that wave of songs comes, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and I like how you mentioned there, just exactly that. It's it's there's so many different sounds and there is some of that maybe sound of like that older vibe too captured in a couple tracks, but you also have that newer that alt pop there's some eighties energy inside of this album. There's like some nineties too. And just like, not just capturing like different genres, but different like time periods of music and everything really going inside of this album.
1: Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'm really inspired by other music. Like, and I listen to a lot of um, soul, neo soul, R and B, um, and of course, pop music and, you know, pop is such like a huge umbrella. So there's so much you can find, um, these days and yeah, it's just super inspiring. Like there are so many options as a creator, as an artist. So, um, so yeah, with this one, it was really, really fun and freeing to just kind of push myself into new directions and then just kind of follow to wherever it leads. So
0: all right. So you mentioned that this album, the uh, end of the writing process was kind of around the beginning of 2020. And of course, all of yeah. us know uh, the last two years have held a lot of adaptation for artists, um, some difficulties, some trials, some tribulations. I mean, for all people. But of course, for the, those in the art industry, it's been a little difficult. So when it came to the recording of Uh, this album with pleasure, were you actually able to get inside of a studio just because of maybe it was a little bit of a smaller crew or did you guys sort of do like the online sending files back and forth? How did that process come together?
1: Um, Well, we actually tracked it all right before everything kind of shut down before COVID got here to Canada. So, um, so I was finishing writing while we were in the studio starting to track. So um, January and February, we tracked the whole record and we had, um, so I had some musicians come in and play on it as well. So that was all fine. Um, and then March was like, okay, it's time to, to mix the record. And I was about to go on a tour as well. And then as we all know, that didn't happen <laughs> for a lot of people just couldn't. Um, but I felt really lucky to have at least, you know, gotten that far because, you know, the mixing process, like you don't really need a ton of people around for that. Um, but you know, it definitely shook up shook up my plans a lot because I had to kind of reassess and figure out what to do. (laughs) But, yeah.
0: Hey, and you did exactly that. Maybe took a little bit of time to getting the album itself out, but there's been six different singles that have been released off of the album so far. Four that came beforehand, and I believe two that have came after. One, a lot more recently because you actually released a music video uh, for your track. I just want to hold you just about two weeks ago now here. So still, uh, the wheel's still in motion on this album.
1: Yeah, it's, um, you know, video was a, a something that I hadn't really spent a lot of time on before this record. And I think, you know, by way of the pandemic, just forcing us into these different ways of, uh, you know, focusing our creative time and, you know, just doing what we, can with what we have um you know that kind of ended up being a big focus and and you know like visuals are just really important these days too i think when you're releasing music um folks love watching videos <laughs> and i mean i do too i i get a lot out of you know video productions and watching and seeing what people can do and you know there's always various budgets to happening you're like okay this is like a million dollar video this is like a thousand dollar video and they're both amazing like um, it really challenges you to get creative. Um, so yeah, with these videos, it's been nice to kind of, you know, the record came out at the end of April. Um, it's not quite a year old. Um, and it's kind of a nice way to be like, Hey, like, here's another little, little piece of it again, just to remind you in case you forgot, <laughs> I don't know. There's just like a lot, a lot of things being released these days. Right. So, um, but yeah, video has been, been a lot of fun and, and challenging and a lot of work, but I do enjoy having like this other way of expressing, you know, the songs. So I'll be doing lots more of that.
0: (laughs) Oh, for sure. And I mean, all of the videos look incredible. And like you mentioned, sometimes it can be a simple video. Maybe it can be like one that's got a lot more like makeup and production and lighting and definitely like, and you can see those differences behind some of your videos because it's, they're, giving another face to the songs, another value. And because each of these songs have their own unique identity, I love how each of these videos is just so different.
1: Thanks. Thank you. Um, yeah, that's definitely been, um, something that's been, it's just been very explorative because I've worked with, you know, different people on each video. Um, but yeah, with, I just want to hold you. Um, that one was, you know, my friend Jade Ricky, I really loved these little kind of clips that she was posting on her Instagram stories, and they just kind of reminded me of like, you know, the old slides that you can go through on like a projector, um, and just like very nostalgic and memory-like, And so I thought that would be a really good aesthetic for this song. So we just ran around Edmonton and uh, throughout the course of like a full year, so that we could get all the different seasons. And um, she just shot it on her iPhone. And then, you know, edit it up in Premiere Pro and I made it look nice and cute. And I'm really happy with it.
0: <laughs> okay. Cause that, that was one thing that I had a question on was just like the different scenes and everything else, because like at one point you're standing inside of sunflowers. And then like, as you mentioned, it's different seasons, it's different times of year. And you can tell that in the video. So I was like, how does she have sunflowers? And then suddenly it's like, what? No, huh? (laughs) Like, where did she get all of this done? What, what, what province is she in?
1: (laughs) Yeah. uh, Alberta. (laughs) But, (laughs) but yeah, it, um, it kind of just ended up turning out that way also because of COVID restrictions kind of fluctuating and, um, it was just Jade and I working on it. So that was easy. It's just like very small crew, but you know, there was a time when it was you know against the rules to be inside other people's houses for example and so we really focused on being outside um and then as the seasons were changing we kind of thought well this is kind of a great way to approach this video maybe it really i think um digs into you know that feeling of when a really big relationship um breaks i guess and so you know it takes a lot of time to heal through that. And so yeah, it was really cathartic, (laughs) I think. So
0: yeah, the changing of the seasons, the time in between, because as they say, is it takes time to heal wounds. And the even cheesier line is time heals all wounds. But yeah. (laughs) Either way, it's we take that time, we grow, we learn from those experiences. And as tough as it may be, we move forward, right?
1: Yeah, totally. So yeah, it seemed very right. And so I'm really happy that it turned out that way.
0: Awesome. Awesome. All right. And of course, another track that I would very much love to dive into. And like we mentioned, there's quite the uh, variance in sound and energy side this album. And I just want to hold you being maybe one of those softer tracks, maybe hearkening back to the older style of Visia there. Whereas some of these newer tracks as well have that pop style, like we were mentioning. And I actually want to talk about a song that isn't a single, but one that like I immediately got hooked on <laughs> sure. um, Like as soon as I heard the beat. And I also mentioned the 80s influence earlier as well. And I would love to talk about Take It Apart because this is a, my favorite song on this Thanks. album. Like As soon as that beat hit, I was like, oh, I want a flash dance montage. Yeah. Like, Let's
1: go! <laughs> Yeah, Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Take It Apart. Um, Yeah. I'm trying to remember how exactly that one, I mean, I wrote most of these songs on piano and in the past I'd really sat down with guitar. Um, so that was kind of like a nice, just kind of trying to get outside of my box, I guess. Um, but yeah, it it started with the chorus. I remember sitting at the piano and I had like the chorus progression and I just, you know, a lot of times if I have like a melody idea, I don't really have lyrics right away. I don't know what it's going to be about. But just this, like, take it one time kind of thing, like repeating it. And I was like, man, that sounds like so 80s and like outside of anything I would do. But I was, I was like, well, let's just run with it and see what happens. So, um, so yeah, that one was super fun. And, you know, I'm, I grew up listening to a lot of the killers. And I mean, they're still making music. Um, but like Brandon Flowers, love that stuff. Um, but also with the 80s vibe, like, I'm such a huge fan of, um, the weekend as well, and he always has like all these '80s synthesizers, and the production is just like incredible. Um, so yeah, I guess I was kind of drawing on some influences like that kind of indie pop rock kind of thing with '80s. I don't know, but yeah, it's it's the kind of song that it's not over till it's done. It's like even live, it's like it's quite a little three minute marathon. You're like, or a sprint rather. You know, what? it's a sprint because <laughs> I'm yeah, just. Yeah, I love the energy of that song. So, (laughs) Well,
0: of course, live the energy has to uh, match that too. So I can imagine that you're moving around and quite the the stage show going for it.
1: Yeah, I mean, now that I've had a chance to play some shows and with my full band especially, um, yeah, just like bringing the energy every night to every song. That was um, just such a... Such a wonderful experience again. You know, after doing so many basement live streams, which you know, bless them all, <laughs> they, they've been they've been really helpful and useful. But live shows is what it's about. <laughs> so yeah,
0: <laughs> absolutely. And like you mentioned, you recently got that chance to return to not just the live stage, but also to the uh, touring circuit a little bit. Being able to open up for USS, the Ubiquitous Synergy Seeker uh, out there on the road. So, um, what was that like to finally actually like get back? You mentioned being able to play with a full band, but I want to know after probably some time of not being able to play live doing exactly that live streams in the basement. What did it feel like to finally have that feedback right away from the crowd?
1: (laughs) Um, it felt really surreal, honestly. Um, yeah, I remember our first show was in Kingston with USS, and we we had played um, a show in Winnipeg on the way out, and we'd done um, a show in Toronto as well at Supermarket. Um, so we, you know, we had some warm up shows to kind of like really lock things in and, and feel warmed up for those shows. Um, but yeah, Kingston was just like a full venue at the Ale House, and yeah, I got the pre show jitters <laughs> for sure. I mean, I always get like a little bit, I think that's something I'll always have. And that's, that's a good thing. But, um, but yeah, specifically that one, because, you know, especially as an opening act, like people aren't there to see you, you're just there. So there's like that little bit of, I don't know, um, awareness I think going on too. And, and so, yeah, I kind of forgot, like, you know, it takes a lot of like mental preparation really. So, um, yeah, it was just, it was really great though, to kind of throw myself back into it. And I think I learned something on stage every night, you know, it was just like another chance to play all the songs again and be up there with my band. And, and you're always trying to like, you know, make things bigger and better every time. So, um, but yeah, it was such a sweet reminder that this is the kind of stuff that happens and it will happen again. (laughs) So after, after so many months months and months of not having that, it was definitely like a nice boost. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. And I'm glad that you had the opportunity, uh, to do so. So I have to ask with this new style and sound, what was it like a, for the, those who have been listening to you for a while, what was their feedback like, and what was the feedback like from the audience on those live shows to these new songs?
1: Um, Well, I mean, folks who've been following along with me since like placeholder or since the very start, um, I don't know. They're just, they're so, so sweet. Like, I think they, they're genuinely curious about what's going to happen next. And, and yeah, every time I've put out a new song, I've gotten really nice feedback. Just, you know, they might be surprised, but they're like, you know, but, but I dig it. (laughs) So So it's been kind of fun to, um, to introduce, you know, people to different sounds that maybe they wouldn't normally be drawn to. Um, and, and, you know, like, like we said earlier though, there are some songs on the record that, um, you can kind of get a sense of where my roots lie still. So, um, so yeah, I think, I think it's a pretty, honestly, like, I'm not afraid to say the word accessible, (laughs) like. It's an accessible record, I think. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but yeah, the live shows, man, USS's fans are just honestly the best. And I think it's totally because USS, like the way that they treat their fans is like, like their family. Like it's really incredible. Um, and so yeah, just talking to people after the shows, even was just like really um, inspiring and like, I don't know. Everything just felt so good, you know? And, um, isn't that what life is about really? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I feel, I feel really lucky and grateful to have had those experiences and it, it definitely, you know, put some gas in the tank to, for whatever comes next.
0: <laughs> well, I'm sure that the future holds a many beautiful things. I mean, obviously, like we mentioned, The Wheel's still rolling on this last album, but I'm sure in the last two years, you've probably done a little bit of songwriting as well.
1: I mean, I've got some ideas here and there, but, um, you know, with all of the different like activities and hats that you wear, um, being an independent artist, like there are so many things happening behind the scenes all the time or not so behind the scenes, um, You know, like so many artists, you know, run their own website and like do all their own social media and you're creating all of your own content and you're writing grants and you're, you know, doing all of your administrative, answering emails, like all of the unglamorous parts take up a lot of time. So um, at this point in my career, I've definitely gotten a lot more settled in just knowing like, it's okay if I'm not pumping out songs all the time because I'm still creating, I'm still being creative. And then when it comes time where I can actually like carve out a bigger chunk to sit down and do it, like I know that I can do it. And I mean, it it works differently for everyone. Right. But that's just kind of where I'm at right now where I'm like, you know what, there's kind of like these different seasons. It's always there bubbling under the surface. And um, so, yeah, I really look forward to kind of, I'd really like to do like, I don't know, some sort of residency, even if it's just a self-made one or something, but um, to really just dive in and, and get some writing done. So yeah.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, I'm sure that the future holds many beautiful things. But until then, of course, we have a wonderful music to hold us down. Until then, the listeners, the audience, if you have yet to go and listen to With Pleasure, I highly suggest that you do so. You should also go ahead and follow Visia on your favorite social media platform so that you can stay up to date with everything going on inside of her world. And with that, Vizia, I have one last question. Are you ready for it?
1: Yeah, go for it.
0: Awesome. All right. So we have talked about this process the last two plus years or so now of crafting this album, finally getting it out into the world, some of the energies that were captured inside of it and otherwise. But what I would like to know is now through this time, through this process, how exactly has it helped you to grow as a person or what has it taught you about yourself?
1: so much <laughs> um yeah i mean from a creative standpoint i've learned so much and i think i touched on that a little bit but um but yeah on a personal level too like i feel like you know there's some songs on it um that are just like a completely different in a different light than anything i've put out before like you know there's some songs that are about just like love and like having fun and i hadn't really dug into that side of myself creatively before, you know, it's like so easy to write about the things that are going wrong. Um, but and you know, in saying that it's like something I've really been realizing and working on accepting is how I'm not going to be just light or just dark. Like you have both. Um, and, and it's okay for both of those to exist and it, and it's necessary. And so, and, you know, the idea of with pleasure is how you know, we can find pleasure in all of the experiences, even the hardest ones. And, and I'm finding that more and more, I think as I grow and as I become a better communicator and, um, and just become, um, more unapologetic. (laughs) So, um, yeah, it definitely feels like, you know, real confidence, I think, which is, which is nice.
0: hey you keep being you you keep being that unapologetic force <laughs> let the world know keep giving us anthems to dance to have good times to yes give the world more officia <laughs> thanks <laughs> all right now i want to say thank you so very much for taking the time to dive behind this latest album with pleasure with us here today on the dtp
1: thank you so much colton for having me
0: all right, and Bush, you can go ahead and find Vissia's 2021 album with pleasure. Right now, over on your favorite music streaming service when you're there, hit follow so you don't miss out on the next time Vissia has some new music coming your way the other way to guarantee that is to go ahead and also follow Vissia on your favorite social media platforms as well. You better go ahead and check out those amazing music videos for the songs that have came off of With A Pleasure too, Because, ooh, they look amazing. And you can find links to do all of these things in the description to today's show. With that, it's time to give Vissia one last roaring DTP thank you here today for joining us to dive behind this incredible album. We have to thank Rebecca M's from New Pony Music PR for going ahead and helping with setting this interview up. We need to thank German from ypeditor.com for making everything sound oh, so good. And last but not least, we need to thank you, the ambush, the audience for tuning on into today's episode of the show. If you've yet to join up with the AM, what are you waiting for? It's as easy as subscribing to the DTP and you can also share this episode. Give us a five-star review and head on over to www.deserttiger.shop to copy yourself something to represent and support the show everywhere your beautiful face goes. And with that, it's about time that we say, go out. Find your roar and then let it out into the world. Until next time, man, boys, stay beautiful and bye-bye. The Desert Tiger Podcast.